Welcome to the Profit Podcast, everything NFL and fantasy football related all year long, with your host, Calvin Wright. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Profit Podcast. How is it going? Week 15 is underway. Thursday night football. We're done with it. Travis Kelsey absolutely exploded. Fourth quarter and overtime, Patrick Mahomes absolutely exploded too. A very big game fantasy-wise for a lot of players, and the fantasy football playoffs are well underway. A lot of teams might know that they don't have a great shot after seeing what Kelsey did. Personally, I'm still projected to win because Austin Eckler, my opponent's running back one, he had a good game, but it wasn't anything extraordinary. I saw Austin Eckler. I was nervous because Eckler is one of those guys who can who can put up 30 points and absolutely destroy your chances of winning. But didn't quite happen. He had a good game, but he was definitely limited. So this podcast is the Starts and Sits podcast. It was delayed a little bit, though, because of how many COVID cases have been coming out, how many delays there have been to the schedule. We now have a Monday night game, Tuesday night game. I mean... The it's 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 been absolutely unreal. The variant is spreading through um is is spreading through the NFL at a very rapid pace. So I I delayed this podcast as long as I could because well, a lot of the information if I'd done it on Friday morning wouldn't even be relevant right now. So without further ado, though, let's get into the starts and the sits. Alrighty. We're starting things off with this Jacksonville-Houston game. There are only a few people that I want to start. Uh, I'm starting James Robinson, and I'm expecting a massive game from him. He's free of Urban Meyer. He is still a very good running back, and Houston is still a very, very bad defense. I think we can see 15 to 20 carries for James Robinson. This is a rare game where the Jaguars can actually be leading and run the game out in the fourth quarter. So I think James Robinson has a lot more volume than we've been seeing, and he's still a good running back. I think he goes for 20 or more fantasy points. Points. So I'm starting James Robinson. That is about the end of the list, though, in this game. Davis Mills, you'd have to be really, really, really desperate. I think he'll have a better game than projected, but I'm not actually starting him. Uh, David Johnson, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I'm not uh, not in the fantasy playoffs. Maybe week eight, I would have I would have streamed David Johnson across the fingers. Not with this much on the line, though. And then Brandon Cooks. He's a, he's a fine flex play, but just know that the floor could be very very low with without any reliable uh, you know aspect of the Texans' offense. Um, and then Marvin Jones, he would be the only wide receiver that you'd really think about. And you know I'm just not doing it. I I don't have confidence that Trevor Lawrence is going to have a good game even without Urban Meyer. He hasn't thrown touchdown in about six weeks or something something crazy. So I'm just not gonna. No, one touchdown in the past six weeks. That's a stat. I'm just not gonna not gonna play with fire there. So James Robinson, smash start. Everyone else, staying away from. Uh, Jets and Miami. So Jalen Waddle, he is out with COVID. We talked about that a few days ago. I do still like Tua as a streaming option. I think he will get the job done. It won't be as prolific as it could have been with Jalen Waddle in this offense. But I still do like Tua, and I would still start him and expect a top 14 performance from Tua. Miles Gaskin, he got cleared from the COVID list. So congratulations, Miles Gaskin. Uh, you know, 
you're starting him as your RB2 or flex play, and he has a very low ceiling, very high floor. This is, or, or no, opposite. Very, okay, he's inconsistent. We all know it. He can put up six points or 20. I think that he will have a good game against the Jets. And then I think he'll bust against New Orleans. But against the Jets this week, especially with Jalen Waddle gone, I think he'll be leaned on more heavily in the passing game. And I think Miles Gaskin is a pretty good start. Devontae Parker, I do like as a start. He's back from the injury. He had a pretty good game against uh, the Giants last time he played. And without Jalen Waddle, I think that they'll have to lean on him as well. But the main benefactor, someone who will absolutely smash this week, is Mike Gesicki. Mike Gesicki has been a pretty solid tight end. Nothing spectacular, but without Jalen Waddle, I think he'll see a ton of volume. Even last week, he had 11 targets. Didn't result in a ton, but I think against the Jets, he can score a touchdown. If we see double-digit targets again, Mike Kosicki can be a league winner in this this game. Uh, Michael Carter is the only Jets player that I'm interested in starting. They say he'll have a significant role. Now, the G- Miami defense has been very tough, so it's gonna be I'm going to be hard-pressed to play Michael Carter as a running back, but I understand you might be in a situation you lost someone, you have to, but if you have all your starting running backs intact, I'm not starting Michael Carter. All right, Giants-Dallas. Holy smokes, this is bad for, for the Giants. Uh, we got Saquon Barkley... He's playing, and I'm playing him in fantasy. I I think we should expect 16 points. Dak Prescott, of course, is in your lineup. Zeke Elliott and Tony Pollard. Um, Zeke, you're going to start. You you out of necessity, and you just hope that he is better. Uh, He has been injured. He has been playing with an injury. We can see that. Tony Pollard is a game-time decision. So if Pollard is out, I do think Zeke is uh, uh, a good play. But if Pollard is also active, I think Zeke is an ugly play. Thankfully, this is a matchup where they can get up early and run it out, so there will be significant volume. It's going to be ugly for those runners, but I think you got to start uh, Zeke. Uh, just out of necessity, he's your, your RB1. Uh, C.D. Lamb is a great start. I He's cemented in your lineup, wide receiver one, week in, week out. Amari Cooper should have a decent day. It's been inconsistent. He's been banged up. But as long as he's playing against the Giants, I think he can have a good game as well. And then I'm not really chasing Michael Gallup. Now for the Giants, Saquon is the only person that I'm starting, only player I'm even considering. All righty, Tennessee. Najee Harris should be a great play. Uh, you know, Kudos to you. If you've got him, he's a top five running back. Uh, He should have a great game against Tennessee, a pretty favorable matchup. Big Ben is a sneaky streaming option. Look, he had a great game against Minnesota. Week 13 against Baltimore, also pretty good. Then we go back to week 11 against the Chargers, pretty good. Three out of his past four weeks have been pretty good for fantasy. And against Tennessee, I think that you can find worse options. Uh, Ben Roethlisberger should finish as a top 15 quarterback. So just just have that in your mind if you lost a quarterback due to COVID or an injury. All right, Tannehill, I'm not interested in starting this week with all his weapons depleted. Uh, Devontae Foreman, mm, uh, it's, it's tough for me to start him. It's tough for me to start Deontay Foreman. I know he's the guy now, but I'm not doing it. I just personally am not. Deontay Johnson should have a massive game. He's a top 10 wide receiver. He's been great. He hasn't had um, the most... Well, no, he's been very consistent. He hasn't had many massive games, really only one or two this season. But against Tennessee, uh, I think that Deontay Johnson can go off for about 25 points. So I love Deontay Johnson this week. All righty. Oh, breaking news. Rams activate Odell Beckham Jr., Daryl Henderson, 
uh, and some other players off the COVID list. So we'll get into that in a, a few seconds. Tennessee's side of the ball, I do really like. Um, never mind. I don't like anyone there. I'm not starting a Tennessee Titans player unless I absolutely have to. Chase Claypool, I forgot to mention him. I think he's a fine flex this week. I think he is a good flex this week. Against Minnesota, 17 points. I know he made the stupid decision and got roasted on social media, which he should have, but he's seeing volume, and I think Chase Claypool, he'll get a touchdown. Only one on the season. I think that number has to go up. I think it does. Cincinnati-Denver. I feel like this will not be a, a high-scoring game. I'm starting the runners. I'm starting Gordon, Javante, and Mixon as long as they're healthy and playing. And I'm starting Jamar Chase. He's been great. I'm starting T. Higgins, actually. He's been a, a good receiver the past three weeks, and I am chasing those points as a flex or wide receiver three option. I'm not starting anyone on Denver besides the running backs. I'm not starting Judy. I'm not starting Sutton, not Tim Patrick, not Noah Fan. I cannot rely on the passing game of Denver in the fantasy football playoffs. Joe Burrow? That's a decent question. Where do I see Joe Burrow? Am I starting him this week? He's had some good games and fantasy-wise, but this is not a, a great matchup, and it's a type of game that it could just be way too run-heavy for Joe Burrow to have a prolific fantasy game. Uh, like I said, I am starting the two wide receivers, but it's a lot, you know, it's because I don't think you can find Jamar Chase replacement. Joe Burrow, on the other hand, you can find a top 12 quarterback pretty easily or top 15 quarterback. I think that I would sit Burrow this week. All righty, Atlanta and San Francisco. Jimmy Garoppolo, he's someone I would start over Jay, uh, Joe Burrow. Jimmy Garoppolo, he he should have a really good fantasy game. Um, he's got Atlanta, which is a juicy, juicy, juicy matchup. Uh, you know, they need to win. They're in position to win, try to get into the playoffs. And Jimmy Garoppolo in this matchup with a limited, uh, with without Elijah Mitchell, he might have to throw a bit more. And I think that he explodes for a 20 plus point game in the fantasy playoffs. Matt Ryan, not interested in. Mike Davis, not interested in. Cordero Patterson's really the only person I'm starting on Atlanta and then Kyle Pitts because he's your tight end and you know you can't go to the waivers. Who are you going to get? Who are you going to get? Uh, but not interested in Russell Gage either. But San Francisco, Jeff Wilson should have a good game. Um, the only issue is that Debo Samuel might become the number one running back for this team. Uh, so I'm, of course, starting Debo Samuel and then I'm also starting Brandon Ayuk because he'll be the number one wide receiver. I mean, I mean Debo Samuel... Look at the, the receptions, the targets. Past, since, since week 11, one reception, one reception. You missed a week and then one reception. He is a running back right now. And I mean, he's doing well, but it's, it's very odd. But, <laughs> but uh, he's doing well fantasy-wise. But as a wide receiver, Ayuk is the number one guy right now. So I'm starting both of those guys. And then Jeff Wilson, the more I think about it, the less confident I am. But like I said, if you lost someone, you might have to play him, and I think he will deliver with a decent game. It only takes one play for Jeff Wilson because of his speed. All right, Green Bay and Baltimore. I love Aaron Rodgers this week. Aaron Rodgers has been absolutely on fire recently, past three weeks. Minnesota, 32. Rams, 26. Bye week, and then he put up 28 against Chicago. Baltimore's defense has been, has been disappointing, to say the least. The only thing that will stop Aaron Rodgers from having a massive game is if Baltimore can't keep up and they just run out the second uh, half with A.J. Dillon, which could happen. But that would imply Aaron Rodgers had a very good game in the first half. So I'm starting Aaron Rodgers, full confidence. He's one of my favorite stars this week. Aaron Jones, I'm starting, but he is considered a RB2 in my eyes now. 
He got 21 points, only five carries last week. It's very worrisome, the workload. But he's efficient and talented enough that I do think you should start him. And then A.J. Dillon, like I said, if they get up to a big lead, which I, I foresee happening, A.J. Dillon is the guy who they chew the clock out with. And against Chicago, he didn't have a great fantasy day, but in real life, if you watch it, he was running really well. So I'm starting Dillon as a flex option. For Baltimore, Lamar Jackson, I'm not starting. I don't think I'm actually starting Lamar Jackson. If you can find a serviceable backup, I would start him over Lamar Jackson. The ankle is injured. He hasn't been playing well all season, fantasy-wise, really. Um, and they're going against Green Bay, an absolutely fantastic defense. Marquise Hollier-Brown is questionable due to injury, or to illness, I mean. You might not have Marquise Hollier-Brown. If he does, he'll be somewhat limited. So I am not starting Lamar Jackson. I don't think he'll finish as a top 12 quarterback. I can. Th I think you can find someone on the waivers who will do better than Lamar Jackson. Possibly Tua or Jimmy G. It sounds crazy, but I'm not confident in Lamar Jackson whatsoever. Uh, Devontae Freeman, low-end RB2, low-end RB2 in this matchup. And then Brown, if he starts, I'm flexing him. And Bateman, if Brown starts, I would flex. If Brown misses, I would start as a wide receiver too. And then Devontae Adams, of course, all over him. He has been absolutely fantastic, absolutely unreal. 34 points against Chicago, 34 points against Chicago. I think he can put up another great game and I'm fully confident in him. Mark Andrews, of course, you're starting. All right, now we get into the Sunday night game. New Orleans versus Tampa Bay. Brady, auto start, you know it. Taysom Hill. <laughs> Taysom Hill, I'm starting. I would actually start Taysom Hill over Lamar Jackson. Um, he has not finished outside of the top 12 at the quarterback position ever. Tampa Bay's defense, he can run all over them, possibly. Yeah, I, actually, I, I, it, he doesn't need a good matchup or a bad matchup. He doesn't need anything. He'll just get the points because he'll run. And that's... You know, it doesn't have to be efficient, but he'll run enough that he'll get the, the points and he'll get a touchdown. He'll he'll be good. I'm starting Taysom Hill as a top 12 guy. Alvin Kamara, you have to start, but I'm not expecting him to win people their week. This week, I think against Tampa Bay, will be a worse game than expected. Tampa Bay is a very good run defense. And I think at least one goal line touchdown goes to Taysom Hill. There's possibility a second one gets vultured by Taysom Hill. So Alvin Kamara could have a bust game, which would be very disappointing in the fantasy playoffs, but I'm just telling you what I think will happen. Now, Leonard Fournette, he's questionable. We don't know if he's playing. If Leonard Fournette is a no-go, we're not starting him, obviously. If he's starting, we are starting him. And if he's out, then I am starting Ronald Jones as a lower-end RB2. Chris Godwin will go absolutely nuclear. Uh, Chris Godwin is a beast, especially in the fantasy football playoffs. What did he do last year in the fantasy football playoffs? It was something spectacular. Oh, 30 points. 30 points. <laughs> so uh, Chris Godwin should have a great game. I'm starting Mike Evans, of course, as well. Don't expect as many great things. He has kind of a beef, a history with Lattimore, but I'm starting him. Uh, and then that's really Gronk. I would start, of course, but that's the end of that. The, the, no pass catchers from New Orleans am I starting. So your Tampa Bay guys, you're starting like you know. The only question is Fournette, and that's, you know, game time decision. But then Alvin Kamara, that's really my main controversial take for that. Uh, I don't I don't think he'll have a great game. All right, Monday night, Vegas versus Cleveland. Derek Carr versus Nick Mullins. Ugh. Um, I'm not starting either. Nick Chubb, I love this week. With Hunt out again, I think Nick Chubb absolutely goes nuclear in the fantasy football playoffs. And I'll give you a, a reason besides the talent and the opportunity and the matchup. Here's another reason. My brother... His name is Steven. He drafted 
a great team. It's a keeper league, so he carried some players over. But he has Nick Chubb. He has Patrick Mahomes. He has Travis Kelsey. This guy's busted all year. He had to just score like two more points than the, the other fifth, sixth place guy last week to make the playoffs. Mahomes and Kelsey and Chubb completely flopped. He missed the playoffs last night. Kelsey goes absolutely nuclear. Mahomes goes absolutely nuclear. It only makes sense that now that he's out of the playoffs, Nick Chubb will go absolutely nuclear. So Nick Chubb will be a a game winner on Monday night. You're going to be close. You're going to be, oh, I need 15 points from Nick Chubb. Will he get it? Yes, he will. Nick Chubb will get about 30 points on Monday night football against Vegas. I really, truly believe that. I really believe that. He's been great all season. Just hasn't seen as much volume as you, you want, but I think he'll get it. Josh Jacobs is a solid RB2. Um, scary RB2, but he'll be solid. And then Hunter Renfro is a good wide receiver three flex start. He'll he'll score more than that, but that's where you're going to start him at. Uh, but I do like Hunter Renfro. I think he continues his streak of excellence. And then I'm not starting on the pass catchers for Cleveland. All right, before we get into the Monday night matchups, I got to tell you about the sponsor for today's podcast. The sponsor is... Prize picks. Prize picks is the best way to make a little money when watching football or playing fantasy football. Prize picks is simple, it's easy to use, and it's easy to make money. All you do is download prize picks using promo code PROFIT, P R O F F E T. And when you do that and make your initial deposit, they'll match your initial deposit 100% up to 100 bucks. Then you go through the players, they're listed at fantasy score projections, stat line projections, and you bet the over or the under on if that player will get there or not. And when you select the over and the under, when you get it right, you make money. Uh, So it's very easy, very simple to use, and it's very fun to play. It gives you a little skin in each game. I'll read you which ones I've got for tonight's Indianapolis Colts game, uh, the Colts versus uh, the, uh, the, 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 the New England Patriots. I'm taking Michael Pittman Jr., under 12 points. I think he has a bust game against the Patriots. They lock down that number one receiving option. Carson Wentz, he'll throw a pick. So he's projected 0.5 interceptions, taking the over. And Jacoby Myers, 40.5 receiving yards. I'm taking the over. And I'm doing a power play, which means if I get three right, my money is multiplied five times. So I'm just betting 10 bucks tonight. It's what, a cup of coffee, a cup of boba tea, whatever you're into. And if I get those right, which I'm pretty confident in those, I will make 50 bucks, 50 bucks. So go download PrizePix today using promo code PROFIT. And remember, when you do use that promo code PROFIT, you're also automatically entered to win a DK Metcalf. No, <laughs> that, was, that was last month's giveaway. A Josh Allen rookie card graded 9.5. 9.5, this isn't just a crappy card. This is a 9.5 Panini Select worth about 700 bucks. You're automatically entered. We're giving that away at the last week of the fantasy uh, playoffs. So go download Prize Picks today. And without further ado, Minnesota versus Chicago. Kirk Cousins. I am starting him. I know it's primetime and primetime Kirk is scary, but I think he's been good enough all season that, you know, as a as a low-end quarterback one, streaming option potentially, he's available in a lot of leagues, only rostered in 37%. I like Kirk Cousins and I'm starting him. Justin Fields, this one is scary. Oh boy, oh boy. Justin Fields started in 9% leagues. The few, the strong, the brave. Justin Fields, I like this week as a starter. 17 points against uh, Green Bay, a much tougher defense than Minnesota. And that was with two interceptions and a fumble. He still put up 17 points because he ran nine times for 74 yards. Nine times for 74 yards. The key to fantasy success for quarterbacks is running. 
They can run, and if they run, it doesn't matter what else they do. They'll have a decent fantasy day. Against Minnesota on Monday Night Football, I think Justin Fields will have a very good fantasy outing, and I would actually start him over Lamar Jackson. I can't believe I said it. I would start Justin Fields over Lamar Jackson. That's how unconfident I am in Lamar and how confident I am in Fields. Uh, Dalvin Cook, of course, must start. David Montgomery must start. Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen. Uh, never mind, Thielen, he's he's gone, right? Well, no questionable is the latest report. Um, I, I, I'm not expecting Thielen in. If Thielen is out, I really like KJ Osborne as a flex option. Um, he was very good in relief the past two games with Thielen out. And against Chicago, I think he'll have a good game as a relief uh, wide receiver. So... Chicago side of the ball for receivers, Darnell Mooney, I really like as a start. Um, and that's about it. Yeah. All righty. Tuesday night football is back. I love Tuesday football. Tuesday night football is one of my favorite things. And I, I don't like why it's here because of COVID, but you know, Christmas break, no school, no homework. Tuesday night football, it's about as good as it gets. About as good as it gets. Just Jalen Hurts. He has been hurt, hurt uh, nursing. Hurts is nursing. A, a injured ankle. And honestly, this game getting pushed to Tuesday is a blessing in disguise for Jalen Hurts. It gives him an extra two days to get rested up uh, and, and nurse that ankle. So I would expect him to be very healthy in this game and I'm starting him. He got you to the playoffs. I'm starting Jalen Hurts with full confidence, especially against Washington, who's just absolutely depleted. They don't even have a quarterback. <laughs> they don't have a quarterback right now. <laughs> they don't have a quarterback. <laughs> Um, consequently, I am sitting Terry McLaurin. I'm sitting Terry McLaurin. It's going to be Garrett Gilbert, who's not even on the team yet. The center is a plus-size model who who hasn't played a game. Um, it, it's going to be horrible for Washington's offense. I'm, I'm sitting all of my Washington football team players, all of them. Terry McLaurin, Antonio Gibson, Jaden McKissick. I'm not starting them with this much on the line. I, it, it feels terrible, but I can't do it, especially against a pretty tough Philly defense. Now, Philadelphia's defense, league-winning defense uh, in fantasy this week because Washington doesn't have a quarterback. <laughs> uh, anyways, Jalen Hurts, like I said, must start. Miles Sanders, I really like to start. He's going to play in Tuesday's game, and I'm starting him. He's been really good when he's been on the field. And Washington, this is going to be a game. Philly's up big early on, and they run it out with Sanders and Jordan Howard or whoever the other running back is. I'm not going to try to predict that because it's been very tough to predict. But uh, Miles Sanders must start, and Jordan Howard, I guess, would be the other guy, I guess. Well, I, I don't know. Kenneth Gainwell, I don't know. Flip a coin. I don't really know how to analyze which which one to start, but one of them will also have a decent game. And then Devontae Smith, I think, will have a solid game as well. Um, he busted against the Jets. You really need him as your wide receiver three or flex, probably week 15. I think that he has a good game, and I think he puts up about 14 fantasy points, which isn't spectacular, but it's enough. It's enough from Smith. And that's, I like Godard, or Goddard a lot. I also say Godard as if he's like some Frenchman. Dallas Godard. Um, uh, I really like Goddard. How are you not starting a tight end who just put up 28 points? You are. You're starting him. All right, Ricky Seals-Jones. Not starting. I'm not starting anyone on Washington's team. All right, Seattle and the Rams. Last matchup of the day. Uh, Matthew Stafford must start. Daryl Henderson is back. 
He's off the COVID list and I'm starting him. Sony Michelle is a decent flex option um, if you're hurting at running back. Cooper Cup, of course, you're starting. Van Jefferson, he's a good flex option. Uh, you know, he's a big play guy, but he's been getting the big plays and Seattle's defense definitely allows things like that. So I like Van Jefferson as flex and wide receiver three, wide receiver two, lower end. Odell Beckham, I like. He's uh, activated from the COVID 19 list, and he's been very solid since joining the Rams. 19, 10, 19 points. He's scored in all three, and honestly, I expect him to score again. So I am starting all three of those wide receivers against Seattle. And for Seattle, I'm starting Russell Wilson, but I'm not happy about it. <laughs> um, Well, wait a second. I, j- I completely blanked. Tyler Lockett's gone. He's on the COVID list. I'm not starting Russell Wilson. I am starting Rashad Penny. Um, as a as an RB three flex, I'm not happy about it once again, but I think there will be enough volume that Penny has a good fantasy game. And then I'm starting DK Metcalf, not only out of necessity but without Tyler Lockett. He'll he'll have to get the ball. He'll have to get the ball. But also, you can't really bench someone that you drafted that early. You don't really have another option. And now without Lockett, I really think Gerald Everett will have a you know 10, 15 point game, which is good from a tight end. So those are my thoughts on that matchup. And uh, yeah, that's going to close things out. I'm, I'm sorry so much for how this fantasy football playoffs is shaping up so far. This is really rough. Uh, this is way worse than any week in fantasy football I remember. With so many players on the COVID list, game times changing, Tuesday night football being brought back, uh, COVID restrictions changing midweek. I mean, this is horrible. It's really tough to predict. And at the end of the day, I'm going to be honest. If you have someone who you don't think is going to be quite as good as someone playing on Tuesday night, you might want to play them just because there's a chance on Tuesday night if a player catches COVID, you you can't replace them. So if you're starting Jalen Hurts, handcuff him with Gardner Minshew. If you're starting Miles Sanders, handcuff him. If you've got someone Monday or Tuesday night when there aren't many other options, handcuff, handcuff, handcuff. That will be the key to winning this year's fantasy football playoffs. It is handcuffing for COVID. So yeah, thank you all for listening to this episode of the Profit Podcast and I'll see you next time. Goodbye.